<laughs> Some night, huh? On this very night, ten years ago, along this same stretch of road, in a dense fog, just like this, I saw the worst accident I ever seen. There was this sound, like a garbage truck, dropped off the Empire State Building. And when they finally pulled the driver's body from the twisted, burning wreck, it looked like this. <laughs> was the worst accident I ever seen. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time zone it is uh, where you're at uh, that you're listening to this. Uh, welcome to the debut episode of the From, From Beyond the Crypt podcast. It is We are a podcast that is all about creepypastas, cryptids, and other horror other urban legends i'm kyle and i'm teddy and we thank you for checking out our podcast that we have been talking about wanting to do for almost a year now and and yeah this wasn't our first idea teddy like originally this was going to be a buffy the vampire slayer podcast Oh man, I'm I'm telling you, man. Like, <laughs> you know, if this ever pops off, then we're definitely making that Buffy one. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And I've got some people I want to make mad with my opinions. <laughs> yeah, if uh, if that ever happens, out and and we do that, I'd be an absolute madman because this right here is now going to be my fourth podcast that I will be doing. Luckily, we're only doing this every two weeks because there is no way in hell I could handle four weekly podcasts. Yeah, no, that'd be nuts. Plus, plus I'm, you know, I've got my schooling going on, Oh yeah, you know, work, work and stuff starting up soon. So I'm pretty excited about that. But, um, yeah. So, uh, you just want to jump on into it or, you know, how's your day going so far? Let's, let's it's, actually uh, it's, talk it up. It's know? going pretty good. Uh, I, uh, I slept in a little later and I'd wanted to, but that's, that's all right. It's my off day. I really didn't have anything else to do besides this today. Uh, it, it's been raining pretty much nonstop, uh, this after, uh, all this afternoon since I woke up and it, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome too, because every time it rains, you know, it always puts me in a mood where I, I just want to lay in bed, just watch horror, horror movies all day. Always love. Oh yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Especially if I don't have anything to do, man, there's, there's just nothing else. There's just nothing better to do. Oh yeah, my uh, personally my favorite thing to do like when it's raining and stuff because we actually got rain here today, so maybe it's just something that's like the East Coast is kind of getting hit with a front. Yeah. Um, but honestly, man, like as soon as I saw that it was raining outside, I opened up my window. I cracked, you know, I cracked it a little bit so I could hear the rain sound better, and you know, I just smoked smoked a joint and vibed, you know. Oh yeah, that sounds, sounds like a wonderful. Played game. a little bit of League of Legends, listening to the sounds, so I don't absolutely throw my computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds like a wonderful day. And, uh, um, go ahead. And uh, p- p- before we get into it, uh, we'll, p- I did want uh, I did want to say that uh, you know, th- this is our our debut episode, and and we're recording in in June. And anyone who's listening, you know that June is Pride Month, and we are a pro LGBTQ uh, uh, podcast. Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> I I I absolutely am blessed to uh, you know honestly be a June baby myself. Yeah. Uh, specifically, as a matter of fact, my birthday is coming up next week on the eighth. Um. And I also happen to be born during Pride Month, so like as a member who is both bisexual and non-binary, um, it's a great fucking month for me. You know, a lot of people show love, which you know is great. I mean, not that they don't show love rest of the year, but you know, yeah, it's always nice to see even like companies that you know don't normally and not necessarily pander, but like they. They're happy to show their support, and some of them are very genuine. Yeah, um, yeah. 
like like our uh you know my wife and her podcast um as well as your uh podcast network that you're a part of that um that's right you know recently put out a horrors for everyone pride shirt we did um, and uh all the anyone listening uh i'm part of, i have a horror podcast called the trick-or-treaters podcast and we are part of the slashing cast podcast network and we did recently put out a a pride shirt uh and it's uh it, it just says horror for everyone and everyone has uh all of the pride flags included uh hell yeah brian know? put a lot of work in oh, yes. i was really happy about it came out yes our friend brian for, uh, uh he, he put a lot of work 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 into that and uh yeah we talked the networking uh into letting us do it and they were on board and we released that uh, last week, uh, we released that a couple days ago, and all of the bit, the proceeds from that shirt, uh, it are going to the Trevor Project and the It Gets Better Project. I've I've heard of the Trevor Project. Um, I do believe that yeah. uh, Dear Evan Hansen, um, they also uh, have, you know, donated to them as well. So it's it's nice to be working with an uh, an strong organization that you know yeah fights for you know my rights as well as everyone else's rights within the country because whether you're gay straight uh you know bi trans you know uh non-binary demi ace you know everybody deserves a right at like a fair shake in life and you know these people are really out there trying to make sure that every american citizen not just american citizens but people across the world are respected regardless of who they identify and who they love exactly exactly i couldn't agree more and uh, to add to that uh i will say if if you're listening to this and you are and you are part of the lgbtq community i just want to say that you are loved and you are valid no matter if you're you're non-binary trans or whatever it is that you identify it as and be proud of who you are and don't let anyone tell you otherwise yeah for real because there are people out there that will try to tell you you're not something based off of some preconceived notion they have exactly well uh still waiting on that three dollars you were supposed to send me for being (laughs) lgbt by the way kyle (laughs) for anyone who who doesn't understand the reference um there was a post that Lil Nas X made the other day um, that said, you know, if you want to show support uh, for the LGBT community, send uh, the LGBT people in your life, all the, all of your money. <laughs> so my wife and I, who are both, you know, part of the community, reached out to Kai, who's our ally, and was like, so when we get paid? <laughs> yeah. And, Just to mess with them. Yeah, and one of my close friends, Davis, uh, who is also an, an a, a, who is also a non-binary and bi? He uh, uh, they also reached out and said, "So what about my money?" And I was like, "Oh well, uh, well, well, Glenostex didn't specify, so I assume I'm just supposed to split it all up between everybody." (laughs) No, no, you get you got to put it in like a large pile in the middle of the woods, and we've got to fight for it like Hunger Games style. There can only be one supreme gay in our friendship. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh man! So, are you ready to I, to just hop into it? I am. For all you know, everybody's here for cryptids, creepy pauses, and other urban legends. Let's 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 get straight into it, Daddy. Hell yeah, man! So, um, for anybody, since this is our first episode, obviously you're all new listeners. Um. We're just going to go over, like, you know, what what brought us here today, um, essentially, in the sense of, like, what are, you know, what are our ties to cryptids, creepypastas, and, you know, other urban legends. Because um, both Kyle and I have exposure in two different, very uh, very different senses. So, you know, we just figured we share that, a little bit of that with you guys. If you want, Kyle, you can actually go ahead and start, because, I mean, I'm going to be talking for a minute once it gets to my part. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't really have any kind of elaborate story on how I got into it. You know, uh, mine's basically. Uh, I, I think my first exposure to anything relative uh, relative to this subject would be uh, as a kid uh, uh, when I was in school. I loved the 
scary stories to tell in the dark books. Hell yeah, man. Good good stories, man. Uh, amazing stories, but what really made them stood out was the the, the illustrations. Those oh, illustrations yeah. And that was also the main reason why a lot of parents wouldn't buy their children. Like, the stories themselves yes. were, like, harmless. Yeah. But, like, the artwork the was artwork so, like, was intense and gory. So good. Honestly, I, I, it honestly, like, maybe, I was like, wow, I can't believe this is in a kid's book. But Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I used to literally, I used to get those books from the library all the time. Or if I had, like... If I had to check out a book from the library for, for school and I, I couldn't think of anything else, I'm like, ah, I would just go to my safety. Uh, I would just go to my safety option and just get scary stories to tell in the dark. Listen, man, you, you can read you can read those things like over and over again, and I don't know why they just like they have so much intense like reread uh rereadability. I guess I oh, want to yeah. say re- replay value, but it's not a video game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, the yeah those books are are wonderful. I've I've read every one of them. Uh, I, there's even a documentary. I don't know if it's still on there. There's there was a documentary on Prime that was basically going over everything about them, the controversy behind them, uh, and then meeting the, the Arthur of them and everything. It was a really good documentary. Oh, it's cool. I'll have to check it out. See if it's on still, uh, still on Prime. Yeah, I'm sure I can just find it by searching fucking, oh, yeah. uh, you know, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's actually what it's called, or, or something similar. But, but yeah, uh, I will. Um, I will look it up, and I'll make Cece and I watch it because you know she's oh, yeah. always down to watch stuff about horror. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really good. And shout out a, to the Scream Queens, by the way. Yes, shout out to the Scream Queens, who are also part of the Slashcast Podcast Network. Um, and they kill it they every do. episode they do uh, scream queens was actually one of the ones one of the first horror podcasts i really got into listening to that kind of uh, more or less uh helped me realize that i wanted to do a horror podcast and that you know e- even if i didn't think that that i could do one i had to at least try yeah, man, I I I think you're doing pretty good, man. Like I, you've had me on a few of your, you know, you've had me on one of your episodes so far, and it's gonna be soon to be another as soon as oh, we yeah. cover uh, Train to Busan. Ever we can ever get Jr. to agree to that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's 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 very nice. It's weird how we met too, because like you oh, and yeah. I met through CC, my wife. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did. It was through wrestling, nothing it to was. do with horror. So yep. it's it's crazy how life works out, and you know, just the the small things you can find in oh, like yeah. common with people, and just you know, share a common love for it. That's why we're here, right? You know, both you and I love creepypastas, right? Yeah, we love cryptids, cryptids and cryptids, urban legends. Urban legends. I mean, pretty much anything that has to do with that, we all love. We're both big fans of wrestling, and uh, and. And horror in general, especially uh, one of the episodes that me and Teddy really connected on, because like we, we just fell in love with this movie was the Banana Splits movie. Listen, man, the Banana Splits are cryptids of their own nature. Okay, like I mean, yeah. long before Slender Man existed, there was the Banana Splits Variety Hour show on Cartoon Network slash Boomerang, and let me tell you, those things as kids didn't need hollywood effects to make them scary they were scary to begin with so oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it that, was a good movie though it was, that movie fant- was fantastic so, movie that movie had no right being as good as it was i thought it was just gonna be a five nights at freddy's knockoff That's man what I thought. and, and they and just I was like oh my god this is really good <laughs> i i think i think uh, part of the what made it so good is the fact that Hanna Barbera or you know Cartoon Network in general, like since they own the rights to them, kind of like let them take the reins and let them do their own thing with it without necessarily putting restraints on what it yeah you know they can and can't do. Yeah. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. Back. Uh, uh, back on topic though. Uh, after... Long deviation aside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, long deviation aside, uh, how you know the the scary stories tell in the dark was kind of the how I got started. But then also, I guess you, uh, I guess I, I guess you could include this since it it, it is stories and stuff. Uh, I don't really care. I'm I, I I'm including it anyway. It's something I grew up on that I absolutely loved, and it really helped me. Uh, kind of start getting appreciation for stuff like this. Uh, was a uh, 
when I was a kid, there was a show on Nickelodeon uh, that came on in the afternoons called Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I love that show so much. <laughs> Listen, man, scary stories to tell from the dark and Are You Afraid of the Dark and um, Tales from the Crypt, I think, are like three of yeah. like the grandfathers when it comes to like ghost stories or anthology horror for yeah. like a lot of kids because let's be frank so many kids watch that when their parents probably shouldn't have let them and yeah. then kids just blew it up so much that it became a cbs cartoon back in the day yeah that that show was just amazing and and honestly like i think a couple of years back I, I i wanted i just got the urge to tell to watch it again and i went back and watched it and, and like i couldn't believe like how honestly scary some of the stories was even for like that age i was like wow these are oh, actually holding up really good yeah the the episode where the boy steals the clown's nose from the the carnival and the clowns yeah. track him down i mm-hmm. as an adult i am absolutely <laughs> terrified of clowns so like rewatching that as an adult i'm like i hate this clown it needs to go elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, the, that show was wonderful and then uh of course you mentioned already tales from the crypt one of my all-time favorite TV shows. I think uh, it was funny like, when I first watched it. Uh, I was actually kind of terrified of the Crypt Keeper. Well, like any time, like I love the intro, and I'd watch it, and then right when I knew he was about to pop, I would like hide, I'd hide my face under the covers or something because he 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 terrified me. But then slowly over time, I started I started to grow fonder and fonder of him. So now he, I love him. Actually, he, I have him tattooed on my on the side of my. I have them tattooed on my side currently, and uh, I I really want to get a Crypt Keeper doll to add to my collection as well. Hell yeah, man! That's I didn't actually know you had a Crypt Keeper tattoo. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, I haven't like uh, 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 I haven't shown it off yet because like it has other horror characters too. It's not uh, I'm I'm finishing up my I've got I've got I've got a whole horror side piece I'm working on, mm-hmm. and I should be finished it with it with it get finished with it uh, tomorrow. So, uh, once I get all that finished and it heals up, I'll I'll be posting pictures of it. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I can't. Also, wait. I'll get to see it in person when you finally yes. come down here for Halloween Horror Nights, man. Yes, that's right. Can't wait. Oh man, I'm so excited for that. I'm so. I'm sorry. excited for both you and Isaiah to come and experience it. You know, because oh, yeah, it's me, it's. Me I my parents actually went to it back in the day, and I just yeah. I never thought that I would get into it because I was you know yeah uh, I would go to Hollow Scream in Tampa, and even then sometimes like the things would like make me jump a little too much um, yeah. But like when I went with Cece, and Cece's like, no, I'm a big fan. We have to go. You have to check it out at least once. And we went, and man, it was like opening the floodgates. I was like, oh, I, I need me more of that HHN. And, yeah. you know, with the fact that they've, you know, fully announced that there's going to be an event year, this year and not an HHN light, it's going to be, you know, oh, yeah. there's going to be so much buzz around it. It's going to be fantastic. I, I'm look, so looking forward to that trip more than anything this year. Uh, it, it's crazy, too, because, like, uh, you know, this will be my first year going. I didn't actually find out about HHN until a couple of years, though. I went to the movies and I saw a movie called Hellfest, and I really liked it. And I was walking out, and one of my friends who worked at the movie theater, uh, uh, she was telling me, asked me if I liked it and stuff. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I really like it." And uh, um, uh, I, I told her I really liked it. And uh, I, I, I was like, uh, "I was like, it really makes me wish that there was something like that that we could go to." And she goes, "She goes, she goes, she goes yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. It reminds me a lot of Halloween Horror Nights." So I was like, "Halloween Horror Nights." So I was like, "What's that?" She goes, oh, you don't know about H eight? You don't know about Halloween Horror Nights? I was like, no, I do not. And so I went and uh, looked it up. Uh, immediately fell in love with it and spent uh, upwards to a year just watching uh, uh, vloggers on YouTube uh, uh, post post HHN walkthroughs and and stuff like that. And I was just like, okay, I this is a bucket list. I have to go to this. <laughs> I I don't think there's been a year that I've gone that I've been in any way, shape, or form disappointed, with the exception of uh one year in which it was so cold and i was you know uh for those who don't know i have a wheelchair because i am you know uh mobility inclined uh you know not mobily inclined i guess um 
essentially i i have a wheelchair for when i go out in public and i'm not able to, to walk or stand for too long due to a military injury um but uh we went one year and it had some good houses but it was just so cold like but 90 percent of the time it's not like that in florida so i will say bring a jacket just so you can be warm you know if in the off chance it does get a little chilly but prepare to shed it five minutes later once you start walking around the park <laughs> yeah because this is yeah. florida let's be real it'll be cold for like two seconds and then hot for like 14 years yeah that's what i was thinking you know, cause I, I was certain thing i was like i, I definitely won't need a jacket because uh, uh for those listen i live in alabama and back when we were having like snowstorms and in in winter uh there was a literal forecast uh of all this uh showing all the states and florida it was like everybody was like 30s and 40s or like 20 degrees and then florida was like 80 degrees i was like oh so florida just doesn't participate in winter oh we don't That's cool. we don't florida florida as a state doesn't you know participate in many normal things that the rest of the country you know is a part of like you know caring about their citizens oh god but uh yeah back on subject though uh you know tales from the crypt uh was one of them that 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 was really big uh that was real big and get me stuff like this but uh and also just throughout uh you know uh here and there i would i would read up on uh, on some urban legends and stuff like that and i was fascinated by it like uh i've always been fascinated by the uh, hook man the a hook man legend uh a legend of the uh which i think they portrayed it in the movie in the movie urban legends which is actually a underrated gem in my opinion oh yeah uh if cc were on here right now we would not be able to talk because she would just go off about how much <laughs> she loves rebecca gayhart in that movie and yeah. how that movie was great and well, I do, while I don't film. necessarily disagree with her, I just I, I feel like the the, the urban legends kind of took like a backseat, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, but like I think they portrayed it in this in that in that film the the urban legend of where uh, where the, there's it it, it 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 takes on many different uh, different aspects, but the core the core of it is there's like a girl uh, at like a gas station. And she, she she pulls out and she, she's driving back to the, down the road and a an eighteen wheeler gets behind her and is a uh, uh, flashing its lights and she's thinking that it's trying to pass her a uh, uh, passer or 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 or, 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 or uh, trying to get her and then she finally like uh, something happens and her she she has no choice but to stop and then the guy gets out and he tells her to to get out of the car and it, it turns out there was a, a person in her back seat. Yeah, that was waiting for yeah. So you know that's actually like a, a mashup of two different like urban legends. You know that right? that's what I've heard. Yeah, because it the first the first urban legend that you mentioned in that where the the truck goes behind them is flashing the lights. There is an example of that um, that a lot of law enforcement officers still use to kind of generate scares. Is that yeah. if you see a car with its fl- with its headlights off, if you flash yours at them, then they're gonna attack you because it's quote unquote gang initiation. That's what I've always heard. Yeah, it doesn't exist. They don't actually do that. Oh well, <laughs> at least at uh, least not down here. Let me rephrase that. Not in Florida, they don't do that because there's too many yeah. rednecks and too many guns. <laughs> uh, 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 speaking of little like just kind of origin stories on urban legends and stuff. One of the other ones I mentioned uh, that I'm a big fan of, uh, Hook Man. Uh, I actually like researched that one for uh, 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 thoroughly because my horror podcast. Uh, 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 one time last year, we were supposed to do a virtual convention, but we ended up not getting not getting to do it. And our topic was going to be urban legends. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, one of the ones I researched thoroughly was with Hook Man legend. And it turns out that from everything I've read of it. It seems to deviate from a dear from a dear Abby, uh, a dear Abby like newspaper column, mm-hmm. where and and more or less it doesn't seem like there really is any truth to it. That it's more of a 
uh, you know, trying they're trying to stop teenagers from going off to this uh, one area and having premarital sex. Yeah, that that, that was very yeah. similar with the cops um, would say in it because pe- kids, you know, kids get in their cars, driver's license, they're still kids, they're going to do stupid stuff. Um, and a lot of them were out there testing that theory. And as anybody knows, it's very dangerous to flashlights while somebody's driving, you can cause a car accident. Um, and I think to me, that was like their way of like trying to scare kids away from doing it, even though it did the exact opposite. I think now more people do it than ever because of the fact that it's an urban legend and they just want to see if they can get their ass kicked by a gang member. (laughs) But, uh, but, but, uh, as I was saying though, uh, you know, I'd heard, I'd hear urban legends here and there. And I really got fascinated with those as well. And I don't know, like a lot of people don't remember this this show. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember it either, Teddy. Uh, almost everybody I asked don't remember, doesn't remember it, but I know it exists, and I, I can easily prove it. There used to be a show on Fox that I was obsessed with called Freaky Links. Hmm, it's where, sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, and what they would do each episode, they had like a different case, mm-hmm. and there there was cases where they ended up going after the chupacabra. Uh, there was one where there was possibly a pterodactyl, in you know, there was possibly like a pterodactyl in a national forest, and and other stuff like that. And I love that show so much, and uh, since I get really got fascinated with with, with like cryptids uh, through that show. Uh, I've always been fascinated with uh, when I found out about about Mothman, uh, Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot, Chupacabra, mm-hmm. etc. All those uh, they've always been like big fascinations with me. So that's kind of how I got through like into cryptids and stuff. And of course, once I got into high school, well, early high school, I discovered. Something called creepy pastas. Ah, yes, the good old yeah. pastas of the creepy variety. They were very. It was just right up my alley immediately from the first time. I think the, the the ones I remember. I think my first like introductions of them, of course, was like the basic, you know, Slenderman, uh, Jeff the Killer. Oh my god, Jeff the Killer! And, uh, that damn smile. Yeah. I, yeah, I used to ma- I used to make jokes with my friend um, Andrew, and I'll, I'll get I'll explain a little bit more about like my history with it, and specifically Andrew because he has a big part of it. Um, it it's funny. I used to send him memes from like Thirteen Reasons Why, and it's the one line where Hannah Baker is like, "It's that smile, that goddamn smile," <laughs> but it's Jeff the Killer. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I used to send that it. to him all the time and be like, God damn it, Teddy. I fucking love it. That's great. Uh, I, yeah, I got, I got really big into creepypastas. I'd, 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 I'd read them up. Uh, I'd, uh, I'd watch them on, there was like YouTube channels, uh, specifically uh, a Mr. Creepypasta. Shout out to Mr. Creepypasta. Hell yeah, yeah man. Mr. Creepypasta, all them. I think uh, there was one, he wasn't necessarily Creepypasta. Uh, I think uh, Mr. Nightmare or, or, or I think that's what his name was. He did a lot of no sleep stories on on YouTube. Yeah, that I got real big into listening to the no sleep podcast and reading reading on the subreddit no sleep. You know, it's a, a all that good like stuff. creepy pasta like urban legends podcast. I feel like it used to be really big, but now gets kind of like forgotten and slept on. But it's welcome to the night vale. Like I, I've heard of that. I feel I feel like it's um very 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 underlooked as far as like you know it, its role in like you know the growth of creepy pastas and cryptids and stuff in general with like you know millennials. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard of that one. Uh, I definitely need to. Uh, I definitely need to revisit that one. I probably will, especially since we're doing we're doing this. If show you now. like Twin Peaks, you'll love. Um, welcome to Night Vale. It's very weird and surreal and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll have to check it out. But basically, yeah. Uh, the, the, that's pretty much uh, uh my you know as a as a kid you know just one thing led to another, and I've just it's it's kind of always been something I've always been fascinated by. Oh yeah, man. I I feel you. Um, see, in my case, I have a very very long history with cryptids 
creepy pastas, you know, urban legends in general. Um, much like you, I did also grow up, um, you know, around the era of reading scary stories that tell in the dark. Um, I used to remember my mom never wanting to buy me the books because of how gory they were, but she would always forget that she would send me money and there was a thing called the Scholastic Book Fair. So what I would do was just tell my mom I was buying Animorph books <laughs> and I would turn around and buy these books and I would, ha- I would have to hide them because yeah. my, my mom wasn't super religious, but my grandparents were super conservative. So they view stuff of that not acceptable for kids my age. Heck, they didn't really oh, technically God, yeah. accept Animorphs for me because it showed a person, you know, changing into an animal and like they were yeah. like strictly against like evolution <laughs> it reminds me of uh i uh you saying that they were against it god i i can't tell you how many uh all the horror stories and stuff like that where i just remember specifically i had a friend who i'd go over his, his house and hang out with him and his mom was one of those ones who like uh she was convinced that uh that harry potter was witchcraft and oh was just evil and she like wouldn't allow it at all and she would just talk about how like oh yeah uh, uh i'd see those books on there and uh I, I, and, and i saw i saw them like talking about how happy they were because uh, they were give, using real spells and they were practicing showing kids witchcraft i'm just like oh my see, god see w- with my grandparents <laughs> it's crazy because like they only picked and choose their outrage because I grew up with Harry Potter. Uh, when I turned 11, um, the book was released like a couple of days after my birthday. And it proceeded that way until book seven came out when I turned 17 years old. Um, they had no problem with Harry Potter. They thought it was the best thing I could have gotten into because it meant that I was reading and not playing video games and stuff like that. But then, like, any time they would see me with scary stories to tell in the dark, even if, like, they threw the book out and they threw many of those books out for me, or I would check it out from the library, uh, they'd be like, you go return this book right now. I don't want this shit in my house. It was it was wild. Um, so that that is one of my first ones. Um, you know, I had mentioned, uh, you know, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, Goosebumps, Tales from the Crypt. Um, a lot. How can we forget? I forgot Goosebumps. Fear Street as well, because forget Fear Street. To me, to me, those were the predecessors of what creepy pastas are. Hey, yeah, oh for sure. They are. I, I'm pretty sure Goosebumps was. Yeah, Goosebumps was before. Uh, are you afraid of the dark and everything? I thought they came out around the same time, like uh, oh, early okay. '90s. I could be wrong on that, but I'll. Yeah. We can we can fact check it later. Um, yeah, yeah. Who, who cares? This isn't a, a goosebumps podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For real, for real. <laughs> um, but so I, I grew up watching all of those shows. Um, my parents had this like insane like ritual that they did because I'm I, I came from a family of three or uh, three kids. You know, uh, I am the baby of my family. Um. But my father and my mother had this cruel prank that they used to play. And when I say cruel, I mean, you would think that's kind of messed up that that you would do this to your kids. Um, But my parents were smart. They learned what we were afraid of as kids. And to really reinforce it, they they made us watch movies that involved those things. Uh, Specifically for my sister, I believe they did carry for her. For my brother... They did child's play and they got him a good guy doll, which I woke up in the middle of the night of my brother, rightfully so, thinking the doll was going to try to kill him and, you know, tearing the doll apart. (laughs) And then for me, they're like, wow, Teddy is really obsessed with Bozo the Clown at the time. Let's ruin that. So for my birthday... That they buy, they not only bought me a bozo like one of those bozo plushies from back in the day, um, but they're like, "Hey, we we got a nice clown movie for you. You like clowns, right?" And then they proceeded to show me Stephen King's It, and as a result, since then, cannot cannot do clowns. <laughs> um, but you know, so like my my family, you know, has always been involved in the horror way, even in the morbid sense. 
of you know traumatizing your children because they thought that was funny um as far as like creepy pastas you know I, I i read stories and stuff like that like scary stories that tell the dark and stuff like that but it wasn't really until i met my friend andrew and he introduced me to creepy pastas and most people no you know no shame in how you're introduced to it most people get into it like you said slender man jeff the killer stuff of that he got me in the most effective way he said dude i know you like horror stories he's like dude i know you like pokemon but did you know there are creepy pastas out there about the dark side of pokemon and i was like really and he introduced me um to hypno's lullaby and Uh, anyone who's not familiar about it um if you read the pokedex lore for hypno i'm not really sure which generation it says it in but his backstory is that he actually lures children away um he hypnotizes them and he lures them away and it's believed that he, you know, consumes them, uh, you know, much in the same way Penny was uh, Pennywise would do with his deadlights. But, you know, it's a Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and Dude, he introduced I, me I completely... to every single fucked up Pokemon in there. Like Drifloom yeah. will literally carry yeah. children off. Yeah. And then just drop them. I, I completely forgot about the Pokemon creepypastas. I remember how much I enjoyed those. Like, I think there was one where, uh, apparently the guy's game was messed up yep. and that the, the lavender, the uh, lavender the town lavender syndrome town. one. Uh, that's, that's, uh, yeah, theme. that's, yeah. that's another good one. Screwed mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Uh, my actual favorite one of the series of all of those ones though, is specifically, uh, the theory around, um, you, the main character red, um, actually killing gary oak's uh rattata because if you've played any of the og pokemon games you know one of the party members that gary oak or blue um or green if you play the japanese version um he has a rattata into his party and he evolves it into eradicate but then after a certain point in time every time you battle him after that he no longer has the eradicate and you come across him at some point in time in the game in Lavender Town, where he's at the Pokemon Tower, which is essentially a mass graveyard for dead Pokemon. And there's no real explanation as to why Gary Oak's there. So um, it was come, uh, it came up with this theory that the reason Gary Oak was there is because you, Red the Trainer, killed his Raticate. And he is there to mourn the loss of it. So that was actually my my absolute favorite one because it oh, wow. it got me to go back and to play the Pokemon from the perspective of um it's a horror game. Yeah. Because yeah. um people people started to solidify that when they were putting out ROM hacks and stuff like that to to further push the the uh-huh. creepy pasta and the legitimacy. Of those creepypastas, because creepypastas will, good creepypastas, in my opinion, are as close to being true as you can possibly get. You know what I'm saying? They're, yeah. they're, they they yeah. make them so believable, so much to the sense whereas they may have, you know, supporting yeah. backup stuff that will make you go, is I, this real? Like ROM hacks and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember... Uh... I remember the first time I, I read it, uh, I actually thought that the the creepypasta about the broken Zelda game was true. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that one was real. Yeah, I love, I love, um, I love, I love all creepypastas that are related to TV shows, um, you know, video games, stuff of that nature. Um, as far as cryptids goes, man, uh, I. Harry and the Hendersons was probably my first exposure to any kind of because let's be real, it's Bigfoot and you know Bigfoot Bigfoot's got his fans. You know he's he's pretty popular. He's pretty well known. Um, but that as a kid actually started me doing some research, and you know I I was a very nerdy kid. My grades wouldn't reflect it because you know ADHD and whatnot. Um, 
but I would do all this kind of research, anything that piques my interest. I still do it now where I'll just randomly look things up on Wikipedia and see where the rabbit hole leads me. Um, but it actually helped me discover the, the, the great, the great cryptid that is known as the, uh, it's either called the swamp ape or the skunk ape. And it literally is the funniest fucking name for any kind of cryptid because it literally sounds like a fucking strain of weed, like a marijuana strain. Oh my God. And to anybody who is listening that may not know me or know anything about me, really, uh, I am an avid consumer of cannabis. Specifically, I benefit from the medical marijuana aspect of it. So uh, I just find stuff like that very funny when I come across it because my stoner brain is like, haha, weed, nice. Um, <laughs> and, and I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a (laughs) do not consume. We have we have a very interesting dynamic. I tease, I tease Kyle about uh, (laughs) being straight edge, and Kyle in turn, you know, always teases me for always being high. So (laughs) that's that's our dynamic right now. I'll go and I'll go and joke whenever people are always like posting about how about about how messed up they are or how drunk they are or 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 talking about how much that they're gonna uh, drink it drink it like a party or something i'm always like yeah i can't wait to down this red bull or man i'm gonna drink so many mountain dews or you would say some shit like hell yeah me too man (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh good shit good shit so i got a question for you mr prescott i know i had shoot ted war i I have mentioned my favorite cryptid being the skunk ape uh-huh. and his weed, uh, his weed yes. name. Um, after, after like doing research and all this stuff, I know you had mentioned the hook man and, you know, talking about urban legends and that stuff. But do you yeah. actually yeah. have a cryptid that you can say is probably your favorite? Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, what's that? Mothman. I, I fucking love Mothman. I, I, that's a good one, man. Like, yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's like a uh, uh, mothman uh, the, the cryptid itself is interesting but everything that surrounds mothman it fascinates the hell out of me how like supposedly people who have seen mothman uh uh it's always right before a massive disaster like people in uh it's in west virginia west correct? virginia yes <laughs> yeah yeah, and like people who have seen Mothman apparently uh, claim that there's been accounts of seeing Mothman, and then like literally, uh, I think the very next day was when uh, West Virginia had that real bad uh, bridge collapse that ended up uh, killing a bunch of people. I'm telling you, man, Mothman is like what Pennywise was based off of because Penny, Pennywise to... <laughs> literally showed up in Stephen King's Ed, if you're not familiar. Uh, he yeah. showed up and he was literally at every natural disaster that happens in the town of Derry, Maine. Um, yep, he didn't he cause it per se, but he was always there to reap the benefits of, you know, eating people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's what people talk about whenever they talk about Mothman or how he's always like associated with natural disasters around uh, or something disastrous happened in that, in the town. But at the same time, there's also people that think that, that wonder if he is more of a if, if he is more of an omen to tell you that bad things are coming. I, I could like see that. Um, yeah, he's not necessarily causing yeah. it. It's more of a. Pre-warning. Well, it's, it, it would be very similar to say like if you see like all the birds in the area suddenly leave, or yeah. uh, you know your dog just flips out and starts randomly barking out of nowhere and won't stop usually omens like that are you know pretty good indication stuff like that's gonna happen um you know say like with natural disasters like birds will fly away if like there's a hurricane coming in stuff of that nature um so i i am entirely on board with um him being like a a a, an omen if you will but my head cannon is this ready mothman is collecting people 
And the reason why he's collecting people is because he wants to have enough people together that he can form a band and they can play his favorite song, Country Road, Take Me Home. <laughs> Mothman, if you hear if you hear Country Road, Take Me Home, and you're on a, a back road over in uh, West Virginia, you know, it's don't be afraid, you know. It's not your radio that's playing. It's just Mothman trying to say hello, you know. He may come by, you know, he may pick you up, you know, but he, he just wants to hang out and vibe with you, you know. I can buy it. I can buy it. <laughs> that, I'm, 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 I, that is my 100% headcanon now. I'm, I'm never going to let this go. That's he's great. just collecting people, you know, to be in a band, you know. He, he's trying to collect people yeah. like K-pop groups do, you know. They, they got like 20 people in them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. He both established uh, our our favorite creepy. Yes. And you uh, you said your favorite uh, creepypasta, uh, right? Yes, yes. Uh, my favorite creepypasta is... Um, I, I love the Pokemon ones. It's like my favorite Pokemon one was the Gary Oak one uh, that I mentioned. Yeah. Um, but honestly, my um, my favorite creepypasta was actually turned into a, a little short. And the fans at home, or listeners at home, uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, they they may not know about this. And um, if you're familiar, you can you know let me know that you do know what I'm talking about. But there is one called the video. It's called Two AM. That sounds familiar, but go ahead. So, um. Basically, it's it's uh, a short film, much similar to the the short film that inspired the movie Mother or Mama, I think. Um, but it's the if you're looking it up on YouTube, the full name of it is Two A.M. and it is the story or the video, uh, based off of the creepy pasta, the Smiling Man. Oh yeah, the smiling and man. And anyone not familiar with the smiling man, it's basically a story about a gentleman. It's two a.m. He's walking home. It doesn't really exactly say where he's coming from. Could have been a party. Could have been, you know, just drinking with some friends or whatever, and just like fuck it, I'm gonna go home kind of thing. But as he's walking home, he sees this this guy, uh, essentially standing on the side of the road, staring up at the sky. He's like, huh, that's weird. He kind of walks a little bit past him, uh, doesn't really think too much about it, and out of the corner of his eye, he sees this the, the random guy just start dancing, you know? Um, so he's like, okay, this is weird. So he's getting kind of creeped out, and the guy's, you know, dancing. Yes, I remember He's dancing towards him, dancing towards him. He's like... You know, the guy gets like two feet of his in front of his face and he's like, what do you want? You know, the the man doesn't acts like he doesn't hear him or whatever. And then he just starts like dancing past the guy. So he's like, whatever. Uh, that was fucking weird. I'm just going to go about my day. And, you know, he he starts walking again and then he starts to hear footsteps running behind him. And he turns around and he sees that man who was staring up at the uh, at the sky and just dancing starts chasing him so he's running and he's freaking out he's freaking out he turns around and he thinks he finally lost him but when he turns back around the smiling guy's in his face and it cuts out um so that honestly i know i didn't really do it justice i kind of paraphrase a lot of what happened in it but that is honestly my favorite creepypasta hands down um and actually what made it my favorite creepypasta is the fact that that it was a short you know that was made after it and i thought the dude that was in it was really fantastic um it's very creepy it's very you know uh you know very very um anxiety inducing i guess so yeah i was just like my friend andrew uh, i mentioned before he was the one who got me into the pokemon uh, he got me into creepypastas in general of course he showed me um the that the smiling man um 
because he and I, when I would go spend the nights over at his house, um, we would spend all night watching or listening rather to uh, Mr. Creepypasta until we would fall asleep. And then we'd wake up with nightmares and we'd wonder why. And it's like maybe because we were going to bed and listening to scary stories. But that 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 is definitely my favorite creepypasta. My favorite urban legend, though, is one that gets... Um, I don't want to say it gets it gets overblown in its proportion, um, but the, the the pop rocks in soda for yeah, so like many that. years, pop rocks in soda. I used to be so terrified of that that if we had if we had Same. if we had Same. pop rocks, um, and my dad used to get the grape flavor ones because he was obsessed with pop rocks and that was his thing. Um, Anytime he would do that in front of me, I would get very upset with him because I, at the time, you know, I thought my dad was going to die. I was a little kid. I didn't know any better. Um, so that's probably the one I have the most attachment to. Uh, but that's just, you know, probably because I'm traumatized from my, you know, father being an asshole. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, a, uh, I, as I said before, my, my favorite crypt is Mothman. My favorite urban legend is definitely Hookman. Uh, as far as creepy pasta, I don't know if I necessarily have. I, I, I can't spe- specify just one. Uh, it's something uh I need to revisit. Uh, uh, uh I need to. Revisit Do you at least have like a like a favorite know. like I want to say genre or yeah. subsection within creepy pastas? Like mine, mine is video game uh, uh, based yeah. ones, like Legend of Zelda. Uh, you know the the, yeah. the forgotten Mario game or the lost Mario game or whatever. Stuff of that nature. Yeah. Yeah, I like, uh, I of course like some of the original like stories and stuff, but the, the, the ones that I really like that I, I read a lot on are, let's see, it's the best way to explain this. The ones where it's like a, uh, it, it's, it, it's formatted like it's a game you can play yeah. with yourself or, or with other people. Like specifically, there was one where, there was like a ritual you did where you can play hide and seek with with your reflection. Oh yeah! Do you remember yeah. the midnight game? Shit. I love the yeah, midnight. Yeah, that was that's yeah. that's another good urban legend. I remember my friends yeah. using uh, used to play that a lot. Yeah the the one with the, the midnight game and the one where you play with your your reflection was fucking terrifying. Bro, I'm <laughs> I'm still terrified for for you know. Um, looking at mirrors like for a long amount of yeah, time because yeah. i'm just waiting for the the reflection to move in a way that i'm not actually moving like that's that's uh, how ingrained that it, stuff it, is the movie mirrors even though it wasn't that good of a movie i'll tell you there was some terrifying moments in there uh i don't know i don't know if, you, if you've i seen have it. not but it, i'll definitely it, check it out for sure oh oh, oh, oh if you like if you're creeped out by mirror stuff, you, you'll like because basically, essentially, the premise is uh, people's reflections mm-hmm. are, are 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 killing them, and and like there's little scenes in the movie where people will like look at their reflection, they'll you'll see them turn all uh, turn turn away, but their reflection will stay mm-hmm. in there or move yeah. around and stuff. Yeah, that's a very very familiar Hollywood trope that they end up using sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, definitely check out Mirrors. It, it, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not a good film by any means, but it has some pretty terrifying moments and really cool effects. I Hell yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely but, check it out. But yeah, uh, yeah, the, uh, I, I love all the summoning stuff, especially Midnight. Midnight Games probably one of my favorites. You know, it's one that uh, kind of gets slept on, even though it's like a massive Hollywood movie. The the one? Candyman slash Bloody Mary like variant, you know. Like that creepy yeah, pasta, yeah. or not creepy pasta, but the urban legend of saying X person's name three times in front of the the thing and then turning off the lights. Yeah. Fun fact: I did the one right after Candyman um came out, and I dead ass for a long time thought he was real because I did it one night and I turned the light back on and on the mirror was a honeybee. And I was like, oh my god, Holy he's real. Crap. And the reason why, and I didn't realize it, is because 
bees made a nest in the ceiling of our bathroom. <laughs> so that's why I was yeah. there. And if anybody but, but knows me, that's a, that's a hell of a yeah. It was it was so. it was pretty fucking wild as a kid. Um, and it was very terrifying for me on two fronts because one, it justified my fear of Candyman for a really long time, and two, I am deathly allergic to bees. So if that bee had a hair across its ass and it stung me, that literally would have been, you know, uh, uh, a uh, Candyman in uh, yeah. related death right there. <laughs> Wait, her allergic? I'm allergic to bees, wasps, and yellow jackets. That is correct. Yeah, yeah. I'm also allergic. Oh, then you'll love Florida, man. They're fucking everywhere. (laughs) Bees will leave you alone. Don't get me wrong. As an adult, I've learned to not be afraid of bees because generally they 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 got no beef with you. But fucking wasps and hornets, man, they wake up and choose. They they wake up and choose violence every day. They really do, but uh, but yeah, uh, uh, I like that you said that. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's probably sounds cliche. Uh, I was also a huge, huge, uh, real big into Bloody Mary and 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 stuff like that. But I, I still, till this day, have never done it. I, I, it's always been something I've been too scientifically. To do. We're gonna do it together. <laughs> I will hold your hand and everything. <laughs> that way you know if we go out we'll oh, go out God. together man that's what we should probably do on this channel we should probably find all these like uh random like games and stories to do and you know we'll be the dumbasses on the news who try them and you know if 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 you right. if you hear about two two men um you know re- recreating a game and then dying from it you know and maybe it's us you know <laughs> We're not that we're not yes, we're not it, stupid, but you know, just in the off chance a Bloody Mary or Candyman or, you know, the Smiling Men or whoever gets us, you know, that that yeah. will be your confirmation that those are not just cryptids and creepy pastas and that they actually exist. That's what we do when I come in September, when we get everybody together and play. Hell yeah, game. dude. It's going and HHN's <laughs> gonna be out around midnight too, man. So what? like the the end of the night's usually like that would, one or two anyway. So we could just leave a little bit early on one of those nights, just go play it. Yeah, <laughs> but like we're leaving this 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 expensive nope. event that we paid <laughs> we paid yeah. for to go play a game in the hotel room. You were to go play midnight. Shit, I've done that hotel. before. I went to Disney for two weeks, and I fucking spent, I want to oh, say, yeah. maybe three of those days of those two weeks in the room just raiding in World of Warcraft. Because <laughs> nice. I was like, God damn it, it's raid night, and I love the magic and all, but I'll be damned if they drop me uh, in, you know, DKP at the time. This is like back when Burning Crusade, <laughs> the second expansion of it, was out, and everybody was raiding, and it was like really popular. Yeah. I was like, I'm not losing my position because, you know, I happen to choose to go to Disney World for graduation. All right. I I got another (laughs) question for you, Mr. Prescott, as relating to everything that we are going over. Um, What are your thoughts on... uh, There's there's been... There's... Slender Man the movie. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I that 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 sucks. Um, I was gonna watch it, but I mean, I may, I may still watch it because you know I'm a masochist. But. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you want to watch it, watch it. You know, I always tell people to form their own opinion. There's always, I'm sure, there's movies I like that other people hate, but uh, no, like like literally, I watched that movie, and within ten minutes of watching it, I knew it was garbage, and I was gonna hate it. But I went ahead and finished it just to try and have. Give yeah, a little hope that they would do it justice. You know that that kind of reminds me of the Force <laughs> of Death movie with Natalie Dor- uh Natalie, chick from Game of Thrones. I can't think of her name. It's like Natalie Dormer or something like that. You, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? She was in Hunger Games. Yeah, um, yeah she was yeah. in that movie, and that movie was absolutely abysmal. Kind of disrespectful to the Japanese people in general because it's a very sacred place for them. Um, but you know, that movie was absolutely trash. I was actually going to ask you, um, what you thought about people who claim that creepypastas are dead. Like we've officially moved past them. 
Uh, I don't think they are. I mean, essentially they've evolved. It, uh, I mean, essentially what creepypasta was, it's pretty much what you find if you're going, reading, uh, reading through, uh, a no sleep sub. Oh, I, I didn't realize that they had a Reddit. Um, see me, I'm, I'm still old school as yeah. fuck. I'm on the actual creepypasta website, but. I know yeah. ar- around the yeah, time there yeah, was the controversy uh, with the, the 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 girls that took their friend's life, and you know Slenderman made them yeah. do it, or uh, they wanted to meet Slenderman. Um, you know, I I don't really want to touch on that topic, but uh, per se, but yeah, uh, it was actually during that time, around the time that like you know it seemed like everybody that was in the creepypastas just suddenly stopped. And, uh, yeah, I personally uh, don't believe they can die, but I like, can see that's just no, no. I can see that argument, but no, like I said, I think they just evolve. Like, like literally, go to the subreddit R No Sleep, and it's pretty much how I remember sleepy pastas uh, or sleepy. Pot, Same diff. <laughs> yeah, most of the time you're yeah, reading them yeah, when you're about to go to sleep. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's one. I'll have to find the. Uh, I'll have to find you like links to all the ones I uh, I read and and let you read them. There's one that's really interesting of like a forest ranger. Uh, he he's talking about all the stuff he's come across in the forest where, for some reason, they're coming across these staircases, these random staircases in the forest, and they're not like big staircases. They're just they're just little staircases, but they he, he keeps warning people to not go up them, and then if you ever see a staircase in the woods, mm-hmm. do not go up it. And it's just really fucking creepy. I mean, that's <laughs> a stairway to heaven, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and of course, there's also the, the ones that are really terrifying, because this is just uh, actually real-life terrifying, are the ones that take place in the ocean, oh. just because we don't know what's in the... We don't know what's yeah. in the ocean. That... That is legitimately, um, it's, it's very weird. I, I love the ocean. My favorite animal is a sea turtle. Um, but I am absolutely terrified of like deep open water and it's because you don't know what's underneath there. You know, it could be a megalodon down there. could be, you know, Pacific rim level Kaiju, you know, we don't know until we explore it. Now I will say we, I do believe, recently we're up to about 70 percent of the total ocean uh you know mapped out i guess but you know unless they're trying to check every like cave down there or any like rock formations that may have opened up then then i don't think we're ever truly gonna uh fully investigate it and then you know uh that fear is probably never gonna go away it probably won't on oh, the yeah. premise of the yeah. fact that, you know, fish are terrifying, especially seeing some of those dark love... water fish, like the angler fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I always love uh, seeing, like, TikToks of, uh, of of stuff like that, where they do, like, something cryptic, like, like saying, like, uh, oh, oh, I only discovered this much of the ocean, and then, and then we immediately started uh, trying to get to the moon. Why are we trying to leave the planet so quickly? <laughs> i was like yeah yeah that's true <laughs> yeah for for real it's it's terrifying man because you know there's so many caverns down there scary. especially you know when we can't even get it's to the bottom say the marianas trench which is like the largest like yeah. i believe the deepest part of the ocean yeah there could be some wild shit down there plus you know, i play subnautica and i know there there are terrifying yeah. things in subnautica so <laughs> Beautiful yet terrifying as we as we await for Cthulhu's return. Listen, Cthulhu or, you know, like I said, the, the portal's going to open up and we're going to be Pacific Rim, do you know? We're going to have aliens that don't come from I outer mean, space. They're going to come from another dimension in the ocean. I, I, I really like uh, Pacific Rim for, for, for that premise, but also because it... It, 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 uh, Pacific Rim was as close to a Gundam a Gundam movie as we've gotten listen. So it far. is the closest <laughs> as far as like, it is real the life, closest yeah. thing we've gotten to a good Power Rangers movie as well. Oh because yeah, yeah, I like the new Power Rangers movie. However, I, I hate their fucking Megazord. 
Oh yeah, yeah, the American it, toys it, look it great. just it, it looks ugly. <laughs> how do you how do you mess up the look of a mastodon? How do you look uh, mess up the look of a triceratops and a T-Rex and a pterodactyl and a saber-toothed tiger? Like <laughs> you you had you had it there. Oh. <laughs> it was already designed. <laughs> oh yeah. I found that Reddit by the way. Oh. Yeah, the R slash no sleep, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll have to like find, go through and find the stories that I remember loving. And oh yeah, man. Because there were some really good ones, but uh, but I say uh, I say I put a bow on this one and wrap it up. Um, before we do, um, I did want to take this moment. Um, I know we kind of talked about like what our favorite like stuff is, but I just wanted to give people a general idea okay. as to like generally what our podcast's goal is. Um, essentially yeah, each okay. week we're going to get together and we're going to, we're going to try to scare each other. Yo, yeah, well, I do apologize. Week. Uh, <laughs> weekly yeah. yeah. um, we're going to get together yeah. and it's going to be like two friends telling each other ghost stories. And, you know, we're really excited and hope you will, you know, come along with us. Um, you know, we were very inspired about the, uh, to, to, to do this very similar to the format of say, are you afraid of the dark where they always, you know, submit to the midnight society um and then they tell a you know they they tell a spooky story so uh we're gonna try to bring you some you know creepy pastas some content that may come from r slash no sleep as well as you know we'll uh give history uh in some episodes towards any cryptids um you know because some people may not know the histories behind them or that even some of them exist uh so we're excited to share uh that information with y'all and if y'all are excited to hear about that we look forward to uh you know having you join us yep i couldn't have said it better myself uh I think that wraps up this episode uh thank you thanks everyone for checking out our debut episode and tune in Again, remember, guys, if you hear West Virginia playing at night and you're alone in West Virginia, it's just Mothman coming to say hello.